of all the tea. I guess that's what you guys call it. I spill the tea. I fucking guzzle the tea and I go and spit it all over the place because I'm telling the truth. And that's the tea. Tea is your truth. Tea is what is the tea? Like, what is your truth? What's going on with you? Here's the nice and confusing tea. Girl, what is the tea? What is it? What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Tea Time. I am your host, Tia, and today we got a good one for you. I feel like um, that sounded, who does that remind me of? Steve Harvey, at the, be- <laughs> the beginning of every Family Feud episode. Boy, we got a good one for you today. That's what I feel like right now. So today we're just going to have another episode of me talking about headlines by myself because... <laughs> If you've noticed a pattern these past couple of weeks, I've fully been enjoying my summer, really haven't been um, putting the preparations into these episodes like I did with the first few, but have no fear. I have a guest lined up for next week that I'm so excited about, and I know you guys will be too. But for now, we're going to cover three major headlines going on in celebrity news. So let's get started. The first thing I want to talk about today is The Bachelorette finale that aired Monday night. Lord have mercy. I'm like, re- <laughs> I've, I've said this multiple times. I recently got into The Bachelor franchise, okay? Um, for years, my two best girlfriends always said, I gotta watch, I gotta watch, I gotta watch. Uh, I caved in last year, um, my first season being uh, Pilot Pete. Okay, and I mean... That was just god-awful. After that was Matt. Um, also terrible. Then we went into the Claire slash Tasha season. Tasha gave me hope <laughs> that this franchise could be enjoyable. And then um, now we have Katie's season that just wrapped Monday night. Um, I'm really trying. You know what? And, and I'm looking forward to Bachelor in Paradise next week because that is definitely going to be more up my alley. I am... Like I just said yesterday on my story, I'm so into like love shows like that, reality shows like that, Love Island, uh, F Boy Island. I've been watching Temptation Island. I watched a few months ago. Like that's <laughs> put a bunch of singles on an island, and I'll probably watch that love show. But yeah, I, I just the whole reason why I pushed off watching The Bachelor for so many years is because of the corny factor, and it's it really is so nauseatingly corny. It is, but I'm gonna. I'm at a point where like I'm just in it, like I'm stuck, and I can't get out. I'm gonna keep watching. Um, but with that said, I do think the finale was awful. Um, just, just awful. I don't know where to begin. Actually, I do because I have an outline here. Who am I kidding? We're gonna start with Justin. Okay, we're gonna start with Justin because <sighs> poor, poor Justin, <laughs> and he knows it too. He knows it too. Justin was. Um, told to go home I mean spoiler alert everyone knows what I mean look if there's one show that you need to watch in real time it needs to be the bachelor and bachelorette because you're gonna be faced with spoilers miss your other Monday night things and catch it on demand the next day but you got to get your bachelor episodes in because the spoilers are just gonna be there um yeah so so she's in Katie's engaged to Blake we're gonna get into the nitty-gritty of all this but Katie's engaged to Blake, um, and Justin got the boot. Not shocking. I, I think the engagement might have shocked some people, but choosing Blake over Justin is no surprise. Uh, so during the finale, Justin and Katie see each other for the first time since the show. 
Katie decided to leave Justin once Blake said I love you to her and she had and said it back and you know her rule this whole season has been she doesn't want to say I love you to anyone while dating other men she just wants to say it to one guy in the end and keep that for that one person um, but she said you know screw my rule uh, I guess after seeing what happened with her and Greg and and let it out finally and said to just to excuse me to Blake and then right after that that she was supposed to have her, her big day with Justin and just told him off the top, like, this ain't going to happen. Can't put you through this. It's just my mind's made up. So there's that. When they finally just sat down for the first time since that day, we saw Monday night that Justin just straight up asked Katie if he was there simply because Greg and Michael I left. Two out of her final four guys left her. Um, and I, I think it's very clear to tell that, like, her her connection with Justin was not on the level of the other guys there. She does say that a lot of their relationship wasn't shown on the show, that they had a deeper connection than what the fans saw. Um, and so he, he asks her like, was I just there by default? Because watching this back, that's what it really feels like. And you know, she just denies that. But I mean, Justin, I, I think that's absolutely true. I was actually shocked that he was even chosen over Andrew weeks ago. So let alone being a final two guy, like I definitely thought her connection with Andrew was way stronger than hers with Justin. I don't think she'd be running down a stairwell for Justin. Justin is great. Don't get me wrong. But like her connection with him just didn't seem that strong. Also his faces, that was hysterical when they showed all his like how expressive he is with his face. That guy's really, <laughs> it's all over his face. But I don't know. I really do think he was just there by default. I think that was a bullshit. I mean, what is she supposed to say? Yeah, I mean, I did just get stuck with you in the end, unfortunately. But really, why he had no business being there over Andrew. So being in the final two, um, I think, gave him false hope. Now let's talk a little bit about Greg. Because this basically felt like the Greg show. <laughs> and Katie went in on Greg. So that was the first time those two had sat down together. Greg being the front runner of the season. Uh, we know that he left Katie after hometowns. They've had no problems all season, and their connection was too good to be true. I think we all knew something was going to be coming. You know, I actually would be following, um, I've been following Greg on Instagram since, like, the first episode, and he got that first impression, Rose, and I saw, I mean, when I had the episode with Tony and Nicole on here, and we were talking about, oh, he's from Edison, and he has a Manasquan uh, beach house, like, and he's literally just from the shore, like, you know, whatever, like, that's where I'm from, so you know, naturally go and follow him. And I kept seeing he's posting at Pier 9 and like places very locally. And, you know, if he were really with Katie, would he still be hanging out in Jersey right now? I don't know. So I kind of just like felt he didn't win. He using that word win, but like from the start. Uh, but anyway, he, he did obviously leave Katie and he told her that he just needed her to say, I love you. Like they were so clearly the strongest relationship, I think. And she didn't want to break her own rule for him and just say, I love you. And that's clearly all he needed. Actually, that's not all he needed. What he wanted was for her to pull a Claire and, and say, all right, Dale, Greg, whatever, you're coming with me. We're, we're ending this and we're getting married now. Like goodbye. And didn't really respect the process. Like I think what he really wanted was for her to just dip with him right then and there when there were still two other guys in the 
competition. I hate using that word too, but that's what it is. They're competing for her love. I think if she did break her own rule that she made for herself, then that would have helped a lot. She, however, Katie thinks he was never really in it for love. Um, she actually, she actually ripped him up. She ripped this man up. She goes on to say, quote, I am very happy, but that doesn't take away. Oh, this was in reference because he was like, you know, you seem happy, whatever, with her engagement to Blake. We're going to talk about that in a second. But she said, quote, I am very happy, but that doesn't take away the anger that I had watching this back and seeing the way you treated me, using me to get the experience and the exposure, dare I say, the acting practice at my expense. It was pretty good until the end when you kind of fucked, when you kind of effed it up and ran away. You can be an actor and want to be on the show. That's not the problem. The problem is if you're acting with me. What I've been hearing is that Greg's not this shy guy act that he was doing on the show. He's actually this very confident, cocky boy from Jersey who knows that he's hot shit. And, like, this is an act. So, paired with those rumors in acting school, I really don't know if I actually know who Greg is. You're a liar. You did not love me. Ooh, Chile. So, she really just tore him up. I mean, it was like literally looking at like, I don't know, this is the this is a great debate. Like I've seen so many polls, like, are you on Katie's side? Or are you on Greg's side? And I felt like I've been so in the middle, like I see both sides. I really do. Like I see Greg like really was just like, okay, dude, like you clearly are strongest with me. Like just say that you love me. Cause like you, you want me to propose to you and you're not even going to tell me that you love me. Like what the hell, you know, our connection is much stronger, like validate that for me. But on the other hand, yeah, I see Katie's argument. She did validate that for him every month. She practically told him, practically told him, like, you have this in the bag. Just don't leave. Just stay for the next week or whatever it is. And he he didn't do that. He could he didn't wait. And I think the way he talked to her when he did leave was unacceptable and a little too much. Um, but I also, oh God, I don't know. I feel like after watching her explode Monday night, the way that she did. It was kind of tacky and I feel, um, I don't think it was a good look for her. I'm still not going to pick a side here because I really am just genuinely so, like I really do see both sides. But it looks like you still love Greg even though you're engaged to Blake, Katie. Can you have such, I mean that's the question, can you have such a passionate anger towards an ex and still be genuinely happy in your current I was gonna say relationship, but engagement, <laughs> like, can you truly have moved on? I don't know. I don't know. It seemed, it almost seems like she just kind of went along with the process, trusted the process, stuck to it till the end. And, uh, Blake was who was there at the end. And, and she just kind of convinced herself that's what she was meant. That's who she was meant to end up with. Uh, they do look like they have a strong connection, her and Blake. We'll, we'll move on to that, I guess. So he was the last man standing. She told Justin to take a hike after her one-on-one -on -one with Blake. She just didn't need that day with Justin. She had decided that, her, you know, her decision has been made. And so she sent Justin packing and he essentially, Blake was the only one who met Katie's family, her mom and her aunt. Now let's talk about this damn aunt, okay? Because she sucks. She literally was just such a mean person. What did she say to Blake at one point? She was, you literally mean nothing. Who says that to any human being? Like, are you okay? Who? I want to know. Who hurt Katie's aunt? Who? Because she is a very pessimistic, angry woman. 
She is mad. She does, she does not want anyone to be happy. My God. Her, I mean, and this has been all over the internet, but yes, her and Barb Weber would be BFFs. They are nasty people. I don't like, I don't like the vibes. Do not like the vibes. Her mom seems great and splendid and whatever, but that, that amp just like doesn't want it to work out. It felt like it was just so bizarre. That was really uncomfortable to watch. I don't know. But, um, yeah, she just was grilling Blake and, and then even to Katie, like talking to Katie, like, how is that really going to work? Like, shut up. They'll figure it out. If that's who she wants to marry, just shut up. Whatever. Um, so <laughs> yeah, Blake's the only one who ever ends up meeting Katie's family. And so essentially it's like, all right, Blake, are you going to propose to me or are you not? That's what this was. It wasn't Katie picking one guy. There's only one guy left. Um, and so how is it going to end for them? Are they going to be engaged or is he going to decide they're really not ready for an engagement yet? And in that finale, we see that Tasha is helping Blake pick out engagement rings and, um, he has a lot of doubt. Blake needs to like walk away, clear his head. He's not sure if this is the right thing to do or not. Um, if they're ready for that, mind you, he did come into the season late and it's already a short amount of time to be with someone from day one to the end for an engagement, you know, what is it? Two months, three months. He, but he wasn't there even that long. Um, so, so I understand his hesitation. This is an engagement, but it's not only an engagement. It's like, it, it, it shows that he actually maybe took the show seriously. You know, like I think Peter just like Peter Weber, he just was like, you know, I guess I got to fucking end this with an engagement, but you know, engagements can be broken. I think that Blake really looked at this as I'm not just proposing like this is like we're going to get married if I'm doing this. And so I respect him for taking his time. And Katie says she understood his thought process, too. She's not upset that he, he was uncertain. <sighs> he was uncertain about proposing. Um, but he did. And of course, he made it seem like he, he was like, I can't give you what you want or what you came for because you deserve so much more and then goes on his knees like okay like this is this is why I don't watch this shit I need to see Tiffany Pollard going buck wild fighting for Flava Flav that's the that's the kind of love shows I'm into but whatever it was corny and then it ends with the engagement they looked like a, a couple going to prom in that last shot before they rode away on their horses into the night uh but I mean good for them I hope it does work out. They are still together and happy right now, which is, uh, you know, more than Peter Weber could have said with Hannah Ann on his season. But, you know, th things things look good, I guess. This is another thing that was so corny. Ew, I just remembered when everyone just started standing up with a boombox in the audience and they slow dance. Like, what? That's not th that's so, I guess it's just on brand for The Bachelor, but ugh, ugh, I'm not into that. No, I'm not. So I don't know. I guess congratulations to them. I hope it works out. I really do. I guess, you know, everything happens for a reason. He showed up when he was supposed to and blah, 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 blah. But like, mm, I don't know. Her blow, her, her blow up with Greg, I don't know what to make of it. It genuinely could have just been stuff that she had held in for too long and needed to let out. But it just was like, oh, honey, are you ready for anything? Are you ready to be engaged to somebody else right now? Because you, you seem very upset. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Not my business. I just didn't love the season. I'm excited. Michelle season starts October 19th. So obviously before we get to that, we're going to get, um, uh, bachelor in paradise. We got, I, you know, it looks like a little bit of a shit show. We're, we're, we're working with the transition of getting rid of Chris Harris in the face of the show. 
So, you know, we got Lil John just going, yeah, yeah, like in the middle of an episode. Like, I don't understand it. David Spade, whatever. Um, I think it'll be good. It has to be good. It looks messy. So I'm here for that. Um, and then in terms of a future bachelor, I mean, it has to be Michael A or Andrew, in my opinion. Um, if, if there could be some way that production will let Michael have his son there so he's not away from him for the whole process, I think that would be the best choice because I think that he was, I mean, I, definitely a fan favorite. And but so was Andrew. And uh, I think that either one of them would make a great bachelor. I don't want anyone else. I, from this season to be the next Bachelor. I genuinely think it should be one of those two guys. Yeah, and, and so that's my thoughts on the Bachelorette finale. Wasn't a big fan. I can't believe I spent three hours of my life sitting there watching that last night from 8 to 11 p.m. ABC, you got to cut that shit down. Like, break it up into two different episodes, whatever you got to do. But I, I, I just do not want to... Maybe two two nights. Like, do a Monday night and a... And a Tuesday night like something like break it up I couldn't I can't sit through that again um it's, oh god I just can't that was too much Woo! all right moving on to our next topic today we are recording this on August 10th is Kylie Jenner's 24th birthday Woo! happy birthday Kylie Jenner Leo season is in full effect it was just my birthday now it's Kylie Jenner's tomorrow it's gonna be my best friends like we love it we love Leo season and how is she celebrating She's celebrating with, of course, the launch of a new collection for Kylie Cosmetics, her 24 karat gold collection. Get it? She is so clever. Um, she really is. And I didn't mean that sarcastically. So I actually just stalked her Instagram too. I don't, I, you know, she's going to do something very uh, elaborate and massive and fun, I'm sure, for her birthday. But right now, according to her Instagram story an hour-ish ago, she's just having a nice looking brunch and got tons of flowers on her story and is painting. I'm not sure if it's a paint and sip. First of all, I didn't see any alcohol in that picture. We're going to break that down because I'm like, oh, is she just painting with like Stormy and maybe like her little nieces and nephews? Or is she painting with like friends and spending the birthday with friends? Either way, all we see are like the easels, the paint and like water glasses, I guess, to mix the paintbrush. Mm, but where's the alcohol? I would feel like it's a paint and sip moment, you know, like you sip your wine, you paint. And that kind of leads me to what I want to talk about here, which is, is Kylie Jenner pregnant? Dun, dun. I feel like I want to add in a sound effect of like mm, Inspector Gadgety type sound. But anyway, is Kylie Jenner pregnant? This The internet is going crazy about this. We're trying to figure it out because she fooled, no, I was just saying she fooled us last time, but let me not. She didn't fool me. I knew she was pregnant the second that he reported it like the beginning of her pregnancy I knew that had to be true how is E this girl that that family is literally like the face of E how are they going to incorrectly report that you know I believed that rumor from the start but she I guess did successfully quote-unquote hide her pregnancy until Stormy was born a few years back but fans are not trying to get bamboozled again we're trying to crack the code here uh so we're trying to see the clues and, and, and see why is Kylie Jenner pregnant or not. For me, I mean, it's a stretch to be like, well, there's no wine in her painting picture, so she has to be pregnant. No, but I am aware. I am aware of that. She did Instagram today too, a picture of her being like, oh, cheers to 24 in her fabulous yard. What is it? A lemon tree in the background? Something fabulous. Let me see. Let me pull it up. That's not lemons. What are these? Cuties? You know, like those little orange type things? 
That's what it looks like. And she's in this green dress. Her body looks great. You can tell it's from today because of her nails um, and things like that that she had posted. She was talking on her story, whatever. I'm pretty sure it's from today. She is holding what looks like champagne in her hand, but that could be a prop. She's not drinking it. She's holding it. Okay. Don't, don't, um, don't know if it's true that she is drinking the alcohol. Also totally could be like a sparkling, you know, what's the thing I used to have on New Year's when I was a kid, like sparkling cider, you know? Um, uh, but here's why fans are thinking that she's pregnant. Let me break this down. Uh, first clue. I feel like this is like blues clues. Clue number one, we got Kylie posted, <laughs> this is actually so funny how much the internet like looks into things, but it's so crazy if they're right. Um, so Kylie posted a picture of eating fishless, fishless sushi, you know, like cucumber, avocado, whatever it was, something green. And uh, that was clue number one, because clearly you can't have shellfish when you're pregnant. The other clue, Kylie announced that she is going on her, on her healthy hair journey, which a fan concluded that only means she's pregnant because you can't dye your hair. All right, in the beginning of your pregnancy. I don't know the rule for that. I, I, I've looked into this. I think you can bleach, whatever. She wears wigs anyway, but she's on a healthy hair journey. So people are like, mm, she can't dye her hair, she's pregnant. The other clue, she was wearing an oversized blazer in her YouTube series, Inside Kylie Cosmetics. It's a three-part series that was released in July, 10-minute episodes about her billion-dollar beauty brand. And um, I guess fans are like, hmm, it was an interesting outfit to choose can't tell what your body looks like under there and then there's these flat tummy pictures though right because it's like okay well she wore a big blazer but like have you seen the pictures of her stomach on instagram she's flat as hell wearing bikinis you know supporting good american her sister chloe's line um and things like that and so everyone put on their bifocals what is it magnifying glass up to the these pictures and realized oh no no she has the same manicure in every goddamn picture so did Kylie really just one day put on a bunch of different looks, snap a bunch of different selfies so that she could fool us or try to fool us on the gram and space out these pictures? Like, okay, let's post this one in August, this one in September, this one, blah, blah, blah. She might have. She might have. She went to big lengths on her last pregnancy. So I don't know. And then not to mention her 24 karat gold collection, like those, um, the campaign photos were allegedly shot in December, eight months ago, you know, so she obviously has a, a super flat st stomach there as well. I guess time will tell, but I really do hope it's true. It's obviously none of our business. Like, and I don't know why we care this much, but I, I really do because <laughs> I really want Stormy to have a sibling. Stormy's probably the cutest baby to ever exist. Like I, I can't get enough Stormy content. I really can't. Like, I get excited if she posts a video of Stormy, um, like, doing not that patience video with the candy or, like, a YouTube video. And it's, like, she's making cookies with Stormy. I have to watch. I don't care about anything else that she really posts on her YouTube. But if Stormy's involved, I'm tuning in because that's a cute kid. Uh, she really did raise a cute baby. She is back with Travis Scott, too. So I think it's very possible that they're having another baby. She's talked about wanting a second kid with him um, when the time was right. Uh, I was talking with my girlfriends about this, but how cute would it be <laughs> if she had another baby and named it Sunny? Stormy and Sunny. That's cute. I like it. You know, we're keeping it with the weather there. Stormy and Sunny. And I feel like Sunny could be a boy or a girl name, right? Sunny. I'm trying to think. Isn't Sunny the name in uh, Big Daddy that Adam Sandler was? So that's a boy. And I feel like I could just see a girl being Sunny. That's cute. I like it. We're going to do it. I'm here for it. I, I support it. I think she's a great, great mom. I, I remember Kendall Jenner even said on, I think it was 
what James Gordon, what whatever that his late night show, and it's like you have to eat some nasty stuff or tell the truth, whatever it is. I forget the name of the game. But she had to say, like, in order which one of her sisters was the best mom to the worst. And she said Kylie is the first, if I'm not mistaken. I do remember her saying Ken Courtney was the worst, <laughs> which is so funny. Um, it really is. It's, it's good drama because Courtney always says how just being a mom is her number one job and blah, blah, blah. She has cranky kids. It's fine. I'm not actually discrediting her mother abilities, but Kylie's definitely better. Okay, um, so moving on to our last topic here, celebs bathing. What is going on with this or lack of bathing? Why is this a headline? I don't know. I'm really disturbed that I have to talk about this, but I really feel obligated to talk about it because what the actual fuck is going on? Um, celebrities are just not, they're like bragging about not bathing. I don't know. I don't know. Taking pride in the fact. I don't even know how the right way to word this, but celebs are coming out one by one talking about how they don't wash their bodies every day so it all i'm so disturbed about this it all started with ashton kutcher and mila kunis so the couple recently um was on dak shepherd and monica padman's podcast called armchair expert and they said that they rarely bathe themselves or their four and six year old kids they said quote if you can see the dirt on them clean them otherwise there's no point Okay. Then Ashton Kutcher added that he personally soaps up his armpits and crotch daily, but nothing else ever. Ever. What the fuck do you mean nothing nothing else ever? Like your legs? Your feet? What the hell? Your arms? Like your... I don't know. I don't know what to take of that. Um, Mila Kunis said that she face, uh, cleanses her face twice daily, but then said, quote, I don't wash my body with soap every day. I don't get it. I don't get it. Then uh, Dak Shepard and his wife, Kristen Bell, hopped on this whole bandwagon. And they said last week on The View that they frequently forget to bathe their six and eight-year-old daughters. How do you forget? I'm sorry. How do you forget? There's a few things. You, it's like forgetting to eat. I don't forget to eat. I'm not going to forget to bathe. Okay, I might intentionally be like, oh, like I'm too drunk or whatever. When you come back and like, sometimes I get so grossed out if I go into bed after a night drinking and like, you know, you're out at the bar, there's probably drinks spilled on yourself. And then you go into bed, like, you're kind of like forgetting because you're like not in the right headspace that you should probably wash yourself a little bit. But no, they forget frequently to bathe their six and eight year old daughters. Okay, um, they said, quote, I'm a big fan of waiting for the stink. Yes, let me, let me just repeat that. I'm a big fan of waiting for the stink. That's what Kristen Bell said. She said, quote, once you catch a whiff, that's biology's way of letting you know you need to clean it up. What the hell is going on here? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Why are you, why is this happening? Why, are they trying to make this a thing? I'm not here for this. We're talking about COVID and how we, you know, we got the Delta variant and whatever, Lambda, 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 whatever. We got things acting up and starting up again. We got masks going on and mandatory vaccines. And you want to sit here and say you don't wash yourself? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> are you kidding me? Do we need to teach y'all how you have to wash yourself for X amount of minutes a day? Because we had to teach y'all how to wash your hands last year for 20 seconds. I'm sick. I'm actually nauseous. But hold on, there's more. Jake Gyllenhaal wanted to hop on this as well. So we got Three's Company here. The third person to come out about this, Jake Gyllenhaal. He said, quote, more and more, I find bathing to be less necessary. He said that to Vanity Fair last week. He also said, quote, I do also think that there's a whole world of not bathing 
that is also really helpful for skin maintenance and we naturally clean ourselves. Naturally clean ourselves? What are we, a freaking cat? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? All right, Jake Hall. let me be the first one to say that's not skin maintenance. Letting yourself stink, letting yourself build the gook. I'm, I don't know. I'm not uh, an esthetician. Is that the word I think, right? Esthetician. But I would say skin maintenance includes a cleanser, an essence, uh, you know, uh, like toner, uh, a vitamin C serum, maybe some eye cream, moisturizer. That's skin maintenance, sir. That's skin maintenance. Not letting the stank build. Like, what? I can't even believe this is a conversation. Is everyone all right? Like, I'm actually concerned. And it's the, the weirder thing is like, okay, this was alarming when just like Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis said it. It's like, wow, that was a weird headline to see. But the fact that this is like snowballing and more people are like, yeah, I actually don't bathe either. This is cool. Like, can I come out about this? Is this all right? Are we all on board with the stank trend? Because me too. Like, I don't, I don't shower either. I don't know. I, and like, if it is true, keep that to yourself. Are you not embarrassed? This is, this is great. Sebastian Maniscalco content. Aren't you embarrassed? Like, actually, why are we admitting to this, people? Oh, good God. But don't worry. We got The Rock coming through with the realness. He's the complete opposite end of these stank people. So he wants to say that not only does he shower every day, but he has a three showers a day habit. He took to Twitter and said, now I'm the opposite of a not washing themselves celeb. Shower, parentheses, cold, when I roll out of bed to get my day rolling, shower, parentheses warm, after my workout, before work, shower, hot, after I get home from work. Face wash, body wash, exfoliate, and I sing off key in the shower, period, Dwayne Johnson. That's how it's done. I'm going to say I definitely don't shower three times a day, but uh, one to two, like, we, we got we to gotta be kidding right now. Like, I'm glad someone stood up and said, yeah, that shit ain't normal. Let me tell you what I do. I bathe a lot. Uh, then there were some people hopping in saying, nah, that's actually weirder than not bathing. What? Three showers a day is not weird. I mean, I get it. He just wants to, like, zap himself with the cold water. I mean, that's me when I wash my face in the morning, I guess. And I go a full-blown shower when I wake up. Um, I work out, then shower, like he does. Warm water, yes. And then... Um, Another one, I guess, at night. Yeah, that's, I mean, sometimes, sometimes you feel like I, I, you know, I do a couple a day. If I feel like I did something that was extra, like, I don't know, maybe I just feel really, it was a really hot day and I just felt myself like sweating from doing nothing. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll shower when I feel nasty, but that's definitely once a day. <laughs> like if you do anything, it's disgusting. If you go anywhere, you gotta bathe. Like, okay, if you're in any public spaces, I don't care actually if you just sat in your home all day during the pandemic, you got to be showering. Now, I will say you don't need to wash your hair every day. Okay, that's a fair argument. I only wash my hair one or two times a week. Um, and it's helped my hair not be so oily. Washing it every day has made like I used to do growing up like up until a few years ago, that ru that ruins your hair that and you need to like train your scalp to not like it's definitely not good to be washing your scalp that many times a day. Professionals will tell you, wash your hair one or two times a week. But your body, that is a whole nother story. What are we doing, guys? Let's get it together and bathe. And let's, mm -mm. celebrities, you know you got the influence. You can't be telling people that showering every now and again once you start stanking is acceptable. First of all, I would like to ask you this. How do you know you smell? You ever see that commercial when 
uh, the people walk into someone's house and they're like, um, you know, that the people don't notice that their place stinks of like cat litter or whatever it is because they live there. So they don't notice the smell. It's a Febreze commercial, I'm pretty sure. And it might, it might have aired like, I don't know, three years ago, but still that's like, do you not notice your own stink? I think that's very possible over time. You might need someone to tell you, hey, you're starting to stink. And then you're the stinky kid in class, except you're like 30. You're in your 30s. That's unacceptable, guys. I don't know. Let's not let's not spread that that information out there because people are going to start thinking it's okay to not shower. And then we're going to have to deal with the stank. There is nothing worse than when you walk past a cloud of stank and someone just like doesn't believe in deodorant or whatever. It's like I'm literally going to throw up and it's your fault. So I don't want I don't want this. This, this is a message that needs to be stopped. I respect The Rock for stepping up and saying this isn't normal. We need more celebs to step up like Dwayne The Rock Johnson did, okay? Because this isn't anything new. This has been a, a thing for a while. We've had Brad Pitt said before in the past he confessed to uh, just merely swiping his armpits with baby wipes, okay? I remember uh, Rob Pattinson once shrugged and said, quote, I don't really see the point in washing your hair. Like, ever? I don't know, guys. We gotta stop. We need to normalize showering every day, for Christ's sake. Get it together, people. And with that being said, um, that's going to be it for today's episode, guys. I wanted to give you something. It's a little short and sweet. But again, I've been working on getting together guests for the upcoming episodes, uh, the upcoming weeks. And we have locked in a great, great guest for next week that I am so excited about. Um... I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm just going to leave it at that. But if you are, if, if you're into reality TV, you're going to like this guest. Uh, cause this person is very major right now, very major. And I'll leave it at that. Okay. So with that being said, tune in next week. We're going to have a great episode for you. Um, tune into the tea time pod Instagram for more celebrity news. Don't forget to, um, give me like five stars, subscribe, whatever it is. Like, um, yeah, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever you listen. Give me a review. Give me a little review, guys. I was just posting on my story the other day. Like, I get so many nice messages personally about the show or certain episodes and this and that, which I, again, appreciate so, so much that people take the time out of their day to even say anything and listen. Like, it means so much. However, it would mean a little more if you left a review, because I think that just will help the show do better and then therefore get more attention and therefore get um, better possibilities for future guests and things like that, even though we ain't struggling. Like I said, great guests next week. And so until then, I'll see you next Wednesday. Bye.